Coming from the heart of the Texas Hill Country, and we are excited to be with you today. Wait, I have to tell you, we also have Chevy, here. and we have Mister Chevy. I call him Mister Chevy. Where did we find Chevy? On Facebook. Chevy was a Facebook dog, and we saw him. He what? What kind of dog is he? He's a Havanese Bichon Frise mix, and he is the cutest, most sweet dog we've ever had. He is very in, lovable. He's in Annette's arms right now, so we wanted to introduce Mr. Chevy to you. We're coming to you from the heart of the Texas Hill Country, and I said we've been experiencing a week of wow. Can you experience? Oh my goodness! Describe a little bit of our week as we apologize really? in advance. <laughs> Well, if we sound nasally, it's because we've been sick all week. We've been laying on a couch, chairs. Did you say couch? I did. I said couch. So last week, I made a comment about dragging Annette off the chair, off the couch. He said, wait, we don't have a couch. Well, we have a couch now. We brought the couch, an older couch we've had forever. We brought it out of Annette's home office, put it in the living room. Voila, we have a couch. So I drug Annette off the couch today yes to have her she was like i'm sick i'm gonna sniffle and sneeze i'm like it's okay can can this not wait (laughs) no i'm trying to stick to our schedule since we're just getting started this is episode two by the way we are so thankful so many have been encouraging and sending us text and facebook posts and posts on uh replies and posts on fountain and i just want to say thank you so much for the support we're going to do some shout outs a little bit later but we wanted to, anyway, just tell you a little bit about our week. It was not our typical week by no, any means. No. So when did I start? I mean, I've, I've you been kind of struggling. weeks ago. Yeah, I've been struggling with this for a while. But it wasn't intense until Thursday or Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday I, afternoon. I, I had three meetings outside of my office. By the way, I'm a, I'm a senior pastor of Bridge Church in Fredericksburg, Texas. And Annette and I have been there together. She's actually my executive pastor. We've been in ministry together for 28 years. We've been seven years together here at the bridge, which has been an amazing run. We're so thankful to be here. Obviously, you'll hear pieces and stories about all that. But anyway, so I had three meetings outside the office, two with staff, and then I had another meeting. Oh, with with one of our equipped teachers, Bill Loveless, and uh, a lunch with him. So I had all these meetings. By the end of my time with with Bill, I don't know if he noticed or not, but I was fading. I mean, my energy was gone. And I had been sick all week. I had been home since Sunday. Yeah, Annette was struggling. She didn't even come to our staff meeting on Tuesday. So so she was struggling. And I mean, literally, uh, Pastor Russ, who's our associate pastor and our worship leader at the bridge, made a comment by text. He said, well, y'all do everything together. So it is definitely Jimmy and Annette all week. And we, we were pitiful. I mean, it was like sad. Here's what's interesting. Do you remember when we had COVID back when COVID, the whole pandemic? Yeah, I, I didn't even up. know I had it other than I lost my taste. Yeah, and that was real mild. And the only thing I no had. No fatigue at right, all. I had the fatigue thing. 
And when I knew I, when I took a shot of NyQuil one night and I couldn't taste or smell it, I knew I had it. That was wow. like a, a dead giveaway. And I was mo- slowly moving away from you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. I know. I felt like I was being shunned, you unclean, were. unclean, <laughs> walking in the room. But I remember too, um, I had the fatigue. Yes. I mean, it was- I have never seen you in the, I guess this was 22 years ago. So 28 years of marriage. Yeah. Have that much fatigue. I don't even take naps on no. Sundays. Every ever. every couple of hours, you'd say, I, I, I've got to go lay down. And it was just so opposite of your character. I knew you were really, really sick. I was wiped out. And so I have a great doctor, Dr. Jason Pete here in Fredericksburg. He's also a dear, dear friend of mine. And Jason said, listen to your body. When it says take a nap or go to sleep, take a nap, go to sleep. Right. Just listen to your body. And that's all I did. I, all I did was treat the symptoms. I didn't get on any of the crazy stuff. And it was seven days start to finish for me. And I was good. I mean, I remember when my taste came back. It was the craziest thing. Right. But this, whatever we got going on now, which, by the way, I did test negative. I, I tested for COVID because I thought I was going to preach on Sunday. I was ready. Message prepared. And I did not want you to go yeah. preach. Without having had a test. And so that if anybody asked, you could say no. Right. And it was negative, by the way. Yes. But Saturday afternoon, what did you tell me? I don't remember. I've slept. You said, that. you said, you're, oh, okay. you can't preach. You there's were coughing no so way. bad. I thought, there's no way. People on the front row would be running as far as they could. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be like parting the Red Sea. Yes. I, I'd have to shout out, I'm unclean, right. everyone. Don't come near me. And well, was, you know how it is when someone coughs in the sanctuary and everybody <laughs> yeah. kind of looks at them. That's or the first thing that goes through your mind. Airplane. It's yes. insanity right now. It really is. So I knew and, and I was fighting it one night. I was resisting. Yes. I was like, no, no, no. I've only like once or twice in 28 years. Well, actually in 30 something years, 38 years. Have I not been able to attend a Sunday service because of being right. sick? And the, and the first time it happened when we were married. It was a Wednesday night. We were pre- you were preaching every Wednesday night, and about ten minutes before we were scheduled to leave for church, you said you've got to preach this, and I said what? And you said you've got to preach this message. I can't. I'm sick right that. now. He, yeah. he started she running did. fever, and it was a message on fasting of all <laughs> messages because I don't like to fast. It's not something that I enjoy, and. Uh, but it was one of the best things I've ever done. Yeah, I tossed I tossed the baton to, to Annette. I called it audible. Yes. And she took it and ran with it. That was amazing. But you couldn't do that Sunday. No. So on Sunday, I was like, what am I going to do? And it was like four in the afternoon. Yeah, Saturday. Saturday. So I reached out to a dear friend. He's one of our equipped teachers. Now, one of our equipped teachers, Bill Loveless, was in California. He flew out to California to minister there. Then my other equipped teacher, Tommy Hayes, Great, great man of God, great friend, uh, just a great Bible teacher as well. I, I reached out to him and I got no response back. And I was like, Lord, please, we've like, got to have an answer right now. But I was about to call our youth minister and say, hey, bro, uh, by the way, um, you're going to be preaching tomorrow, but I did not want to do that to Pastor Brian. So I left a message for Tommy. I sent a text. And he always texts me right back. And I didn't know if he was traveling or not, because he does that a lot. He has a ministry outside of our church. And sure enough, he had landed in Austin about 6, 630, and texted me back. He said, bro, I'm so sorry you're sick. And yes, of course I'll do it. And I mean, it was like 
a ton of weight came off my face. Yes, mine too. I was really worried. So we got to be spectators. We sat at home on, I mean, we were pitiful, by the way. We were coughing and hacking. And I made a statement earlier about apologizing in advance in case we sniffle and cough. It, we're, we're, we're on the mend, but we're still, yeah. I've got one day left on my Z-Pack. You finished your Z-Pack. I finished mine today. Thank the Lord for prayers, the prayers of the saints and the anointing of God, but also thank God for Z-Packs. Yes. <laughs> it's been super helpful for us. I actually felt a pretty quick turn about two days into that. So here we are. I said, I told Annette, I said, look, the show must go on. Let's, it's Monday. Let's do our show. She's been stalling all day. All day. And so now she's got Chevy in her arms like a little baby, and she's here with us. So thank you for doing this. Well, Thank you for letting me. I actually got to drag you off the actual couch. couch. Feeling pretty good about that. We've got one on order, so it'll come in sooner or later. But anyway, at least we actually have a couch now. We don't right. look like teenagers who <laughs> just moved out of the house. So Anyway, so we're excited to be with you, and thank you so much. I just, again, I said it a minute ago, but I got to say it again. So much support, so much encouragement. We're going to give some shout-outs in a bit, and uh, we just want to say thank you for actually giving us some time. I mean, it's amazing that you'd give your time to us. We'll be respectful of that. We're shooting for 30 minutes, give or take, and so we're thankful that you're with us today. Uh, where we want to start today is... is um, First of all, we're stuck at home with the, and there she goes, stuck at home with the Yankees. But I think we'll be back in the office tomorrow, maybe. I'm hoping we're trying we're for a little while. Yeah, we're shooting for a yes for a green light tomorrow. But I wanted to talk to you about something. I spent six months. I started in June in the summer, and I was I felt really led to teach a series because I pastor this church, and I thought I want to teach a series on the person, the work, the power the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I called the series more dot, 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 because it's more what? More of him, more of his spirit, more of his presence, more of his power. And so I started teaching this, this series. You have to understand, we, we, our church, we have, we have the most amazing job on the planet. We get to ha- pastor a church of about, I think this last Sunday, we had what, 475 people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've had Max Lucado a couple of weeks ago, over 600. Christmas Eve, we had about close to 600. So we've got an amazing church. God's doing great things. As I say, Aslan is on the move. If you're from here, C.S. Lewis stories. But but I wanted to teach a series on the person and work of the Holy Spirit because our church has a lot of people that have come from Catholic backgrounds, Baptist backgrounds, Lutheran backgrounds. We live in a in, really in a German community. Right. Here in this area in the, in the Hill, Texas Hill Country, we have a lot of German communities. And so I uh, definitely want to, so in Episcopalian, I mean, you name it, we have it. And we look like heaven. I mean, really, yeah, our church is made up. It's very diverse culturally in terms of spiritual backgrounds and spiritual heritage. Right. And that's really the nature of our community. And so I was really excited about teaching on the person of the Holy Spirit. And my first thing I said when I got up on, do you remember what I said? That he's not what? The Holy Spirit's not oh. The Holy Spirit's not weird. People are weird. And if they're weird before they receive the Holy Spirit, they're going to be weird afterwards. Right. So what happened is the Holy Spirit has gotten such a bad rap yes. in the church and in, in and in the world because the people that are the weirdest tend to be the loudest. So I was like, guys, you don't, the Holy Spirit's job and, and, and mission in your life isn't to make you weird, like a weirdo or strange 
The Holy Spirit's to help you. He's called the helper, the counselor, the comforter, uh, the, the very word, which is called the paraclete or paracletos, paraclete, paracletos, literally means straight out of the Bible, it means one called alongside to help. So you'll see it translated in John 14, 15, 16 as the helper. And so the Holy Spirit is a person and he, his presence is with us and he's here to help. So no wonder Satan wants to undo everything that the Holy Spirit has done. Someone's not getting it enough. Yes, yes. When Absolutely. we were kids, I got one of those things on my arm. What is that? Smallpox? I think so. I think it's smallpox. A lot of us from my generation have these scars on our left arms, and it's from a smallpox vaccine. They give you a little bit of it, and it actually makes you a little bit sick with it, but it builds up antibodies against it. Right. And the enemy is so smart that he wants to inoculate you against the person of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So if you, if all you ever relate about the Holy Spirit is they, that weird people have the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. then sure enough, we're going to be inoculated. Well, we're he wants away. to render you powerless. And if you believe you're powerless, you'll be powerless. Exactly but if you believe right. you've got power to overcome the walls of the enemy, then you will. So true. It's all a mindset. It is a mindset. So my whole role, my whole objective during the summer was to help our church understand the Holy Spirit's not weird. People are. So let's not give the Holy Spirit a bad rap because people are. And it went really well. In fact, it went so well that when we were coming into the fall, people were saying, please don't stop teaching on the Holy Spirit. So I carried that all the way to December. And so that's been so big on my heart. And one of the things that came out of it, I I wanted something to illustrate that. You know, sometimes less is more and the simplest things make the biggest difference. For example, when I was a youth pastor, which I was for 14 years, Oftentimes, I got the job of doing the children's sermon in church. Now, this was back in a traditional church years ago where children's sermons were a big deal. And so I always thought, you know, kids love visuals. They love to see something. So I I brought all kinds of things into the church, baseball bats, bicycles. I mean, you name it, I drug it into the church for a children's sermon, a piece of fruit. It could be the simplest stuff, a box of cereal, whatever, all kinds of crazy stuff. And what I found out is that it was oftentimes adults would come to me after this, Pastor Jimmy, that meant so much to me. I got so much out of the children's sermon. And it began to dawn on me that sometimes less really is more. In fact, one of our hearts, we're calling this podcast Living Up in a Down World because that's really mine and Annette's theme for life. We're living up in a down world. No matter what's going on, no matter how hard things get, we choose to live up. And the whole moniker that that we've taken about our walk with God is that we want to make faith real for the rest of us. Practical, Practical, real for the rest of us. And so I, I got a clue that people like this simple keep it simple saint, right? The old kiss thing. Some people like keep it simple stupid, but Keep it simple, say. So that's what I did. So coming into this, I thought, I need a metaphor. I need something. I had a couple of buckets here at the house in my garage. And one day I took those buckets to the church. And I started talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. We are supposed to be filled with Him. And I took those buckets. I even hung them on the pulpit because it happened to work where the handles worked. And I would stick them on the pulpit for every sermon through the series And I would say, here's the purpose and the point. The Holy Spirit wants to fill you 
with himself so that you will go out and you'll make beautiful messes because you leak out what you're full of. And this leaky buckets things kind of took off. Yes. I remember Adam and Tina Curry, who have become just the dearest friends of ours. And Adam's also producing this podcast and coaching and mentoring me and Tina as well. They're just an amazing power couple. And we love getting to know them, but they're young in the faith. They're growing in their faith. And, and Tina's been coming to the church since last Easter. And I remember them talking on their podcast, Curry and the Keeper, about the leaky buckets. Somebody reached out to me and said, hey, this couple who's like big-time podcasters are talking about your sermons at the bridge. This is somebody from Chicago, Peggy. And so we listened. That's how we started getting to know them. And we really just hit up this amazing friendship in this this partnership. And uh, that's kind of how our podcast got birthed as well, because I've always wanted to do this. So Tina really talked about the leaky buckets thing on her podcast, and people started catching hold of it. And it kind of took off. And so that's become a real metaphor. And we want to encourage you. What would you say about leaking out what oh, is full of? Well, let me just give an example. We were sitting at, we went to a restaurant several months ago as I'll be in the middle of your sermon series. We decided we wanted some comfort food. We had heard about Catfish Haven in Fredericksburg. So we went one afternoon and we were sitting down just enjoying lunch. And this couple, older couple, come over to our table. Never seen them before in our life. We had never been in this establishment. And they just started talking to us. And all of a sudden, they start sharing their life story. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was amazing. It was shocking. And I remember, I thought they were going to end up sitting down and eating with us, but they had finished their lunch and had come by our table on their way out, but could not leave. There was something holding them back. And it was so interesting because when they left, you and I sat at the table and said, leaky buckets. Yeah. Because people saw the light in us, they were drawn to us. And of course, we just did what, you know, a witness does is answer questions, which is what we did. And it was a beautiful time. I think we just laughed all the way home going, wow, God. Well, if you'll remember, after they left, the waitress came over. Yes. And we, we were kind of long through the lunch hour, so it, it started to thin out. There wasn't many people well, there. Well, she wanted to make sure they didn't bother us. Yeah, she was worried we about like, no, said, no, that. No, that's awesome. So then she stood there and talked to us for 30 minutes. And so. shared her life story. And did this very same thing. And you're right, Annette. We drove away. We were like, gosh, just leaking life. And we weren't... The only thing we were doing was eating and being friendly. Yes. And you have to understand, we live in a small town. I mean, Fredericksburg, Texas is what, like 11,000, mm-hmm. a little over 11,000 people. Now, it's a tourist destination. It's a, we're in the heart of wine country, second largest wine area of business in, in America. Mm-hmm. It's just behind Napa Valley. And I think we're gaining on Napa right now. So it's so it's a huge tourist attraction, destination city. It's a resort community. It's the it's the home of B and B's bed yes. and breakfast. Yes. And so a lot of people come to our town. But during the week, you know, we're just a normal small. We're stars hollow, Gilmore <laughs> girls. I mean, really, we are. And that's part of the charm of living in this community. Yes. But people are naturally friendly, mm-hmm. and that's another thing about Texans. I mean, just naturally friendly, yes. looking in the eye. And, 
talk to you, but this was different. And we have noticed, we had testimony after testimony of people who said, you know what? I did what you said, Pastor Jimmy. I prayed and asked the Holy Spirit to fill me. I welcomed him into my life. And one of the things I taught everyone, you remember what I said in the morning, what do we do? What's the first word? Good morning, Holy Spirit. Yeah. There was this book years ago, and maybe transparent, I didn't read the book. Right. But the title of the book grabbed, just grabbed me. It did. And I remember it was, and the name of the book was called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. And that became a a moniker, a thing for me, a mantra, so to speak. So I just encouraged our church, and I did this myself, and I'm still doing it. I did it this morning, by the way, that the first thing out of your mouth say, good morning, Holy Spirit. And people begin to do that, and it was just a way of opening and setting the tone of your day. And we've had so many testimonies over the last six, seven months of people, well, more than that now, People say, man, I'm just showing up in places and I'm leaking out. And so my thing was with these full, I said, your buckets are full. You're leaking life. You're leaking love. You're leaking the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and the big one, last one, self-control, the ability to govern oneself. You're leaking these virtues, these characteristics of Christ and the characteristics of his spirit everywhere you go. In other words, I, and I would take the buckets around the platform and shake them like I'm leaking stuff out and speaking. And I said, folks, we're called to make beautiful messes wherever we go. And that's my encouragement to you. Make some beautiful messes. Welcome the Holy Spirit into your life. Invite him in and just say, Holy Spirit, good morning. Come into my day. Then in the afternoon, say, good afternoon, Holy Spirit. I welcome you into my world. I welcome you into my space, into my life. And then just go out and leak out what you're full of. I mean, the truth is we leak out what we're full of, right? (laughs) Whatever it is, good or bad. Negative or positive. Exactly. Might as well leak out the good stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So I want to encourage you, maybe you've never um, studied or read about the person, the the work, the ministry, the power, the presence of the Holy Spirit. There's a great, great book I want to recommend by my mentor, my coach, my friend, Pastor Max Lucado. We had him at the bridge, what, two weeks ago? Last Sunday. Was it not last? yesterday, but the week before. Yeah, so just a little over a week mm-hmm. ago, we had we had Pastor Max, and he talked about the person of the Holy Spirit. And I love what he said. I always said, say, good morning, Holy Spirit. He says it this way, welcome the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Just say, Holy Spirit, I welcome you. I welcome you into my life. So I want to encourage you. Say good morning, Holy Spirit. I welcome you into my life. And let yourself be filled with his presence, with his goodness. And listen, he's not here to make you weird. He's here to make you effective. Max Lucado's book is called Help Is Here, and it's an amazing book. And he he, he talked about it a little bit in the pulpit, but not much. He really had a different message to go. Yeah, he talked about in the Valley of Dry Bones out of Ezekiel. It was amazing and powerful. So, But I would encourage you to get his book. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So anyway, let your buckets be filled and overflowing and go out and make beautiful messes everywhere you go. So I want to thank some folks. First of all, I mentioned the Currys earlier. This 
such a blessing to know Adam and Tina. We're just having such a, a great time with them. And I have to say, I have to give a big shout out to Jeff Smith. Yes. So Jeff Smith is a musician. He's a writer. He's a singer. He's a session guy in Nashville, Tennessee. And uh, when I was visiting with Adam about our show, he said, all right, we got to do a bumper for your show. We got to get some music, which I'm so into anyway, because I'm a musician. And he said, so so what do you want it to sound like? What are the bands you like to listen to? I'm almost I couldn't in- believe Jimmy said what he said. I said, I, we got to have an ACDC vibe. <laughs> and he goes, that is so awesome. So he reached out to Jeff and Jeff put together this really cool stinger bumper that leads us into the show. You heard it at the did beginning. Did he actually of the show. sing that? He sang it. He oh he goodness. did the vocals. He did all the instruments. Wow. He's a bass player and a piano player, but he also does some guitar as well. And he did the whole track. And it was just such a cool thing. So Jeff, I just wanted to say thank you, bro. You nailed it, by the way. Coffee or lunch is on me the next time I'm in Nashville. For sure, I'm going to take him out for lunch or coffee and get some time with him. But really appreciate that. And so I just wanted to say thanks. because really, really just a fantastic thing. also want to thank our new friends on Fountain. If you're not familiar with Fountain, Fountain is a great platform for listening to podcasts. And the neat thing about Fountain is that it allows for this, this amazing, amazing culture called value for value, which means uh, you can actually uh, boost and share and like a podcast and you can do it with Bitcoin, which is really an amazing thing where you can actually uh, give sats, the Satoshis. I'm learning all about it right now. I'm having a blast doing it, but it's really amazing. So I just wanted to give a great shout out to some of our friends on Fountain because you guys have been such a blessing already this week to us. Thank you for your support. Thank you for the words of encouragement. It means so much, especially since we're just getting this off the ground. So I just wanted to say thanks. Also, got to say thanks to my friends on Facebook because we have a great group of people who are part, some, many are part of our church. Many we've known for decades and years, and we've been involved with them in churches and other places. And when we announced that we were doing this podcast, they just were like, yeah, do it. Go for it. It's great. So really, just our heart and everything we do is to be a blessing to you, the listener. Mm-hmm. And we just we want to partner with you yes. in life and help you literally live up in a down world because this world can be dark. Also, if you have any requests of topics that you would like us to talk about, please write in. We have a website. Uh, what's the website? Well, the website, it, and it's being developed right now. In fact, our daughter, Faith, is developing the website. It's called livingupinadownworld.com. Okay. Anyway, I, or you can Facebook us or message us. Or Fountain. They can reply on you Fountain. Can reply on Fountain. But I think it would be good if you have some topics that you would like us to share. We would love to hear them. That's absolutely true. We we want to encourage. Our heart is to encourage. In fact, I have a show note here. What is our life message? What do we want people to know? What would you say about that, Annette? What do we want people to know? Well, you know, I had a really tough childhood growing up. My parents were alcoholics, and my dad was a Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde type person. So he lived one way to the public and a different way at home. So it was really tough. And then I married early and kind of went from the fire to the Uh, frying pan to the fire. fire. And so I had a really, really rough 30 years, basically. 
And uh, as soon as I met you and you began to show me the real Jesus, not the one that was portrayed to be to me about people that weren't really true followers. It really helped me to see that God is a God of second chances. And that's when I began to say to most people that would come into contact with me, and I would share with them about our, my life and how God is a God of second chances because he, he wants to bring you hope. And if you don't think he's a God of second, third, fourth chances, you'll never have hope. And that was pretty much my moniker for years and years and years. And is that if you've blown it or if you've had been a victim of abuse or um, any kind of challenge you've had in your life that was very hard to overcome, God is a God of second chances. And that that really is my moniker. I'll never forget saying that to you right after we met and married. And I felt like God was right there. He was with me throughout all of the trauma that I had in my life. Yeah. But it, it really proved to me that even though he was in the midst, he knew what was about to happen. He knew what my future was going to be. Right. Not that it was going to be perfect because there's no such thing. Right. But he knew, he knew that I was going to have hope and would be able to release that hope to others. And I have to tell you, family, that Annette is truly, she's a rock star to me. I've always said this, that she is the poster child for redemption. And for overcoming and proving that God is a but God and yeah, but certain sure. God, that no matter what you've been through, no matter what you've experienced, God redeems and restores and renews, and your latter days can far outshine your your early days. Yes. And so, Annette, just I'm so proud of you. And this thirty years of a wow that we've experienced mm-hmm. together is such a joy. Even when we're sick, we're having fun. <laughs> we're doing the best we can. I mean, kids, you not, we still have fun because really the, the, the whole overarching thing of our life is that today we choose joy yeah. no matter what's happening. No matter what. And we want to encourage you that the grace of God is available to you and you can choose joy every day. I'm not talking about happiness. That's a very different thing. It's temporary and subject to change, but you can choose grace. You can choose joy. You can choose life every day because His grace is enough. Well, we're out of time today. We want to keep it close to 30 minutes. We love you. We appreciate you. We want to encourage you and do. I love what you said. Let us know what you'd like to hear about. We love to tell our life stories and we have a story for pretty much everything. We've lived a crazy life living up in a down world, haven't we? God bless you. We love you. Have an amazing day on purpose. We'll catch you next week for episode three. World.